0: Welcome to Spark, I'm Angela Wagner
1: and I'm Nicole Skino.
0: and together we're here as your host for a mix of happy hour style venting and results-based coaching. Spark is a judgment-free space where we'll chat about both the brilliant bits of life as well as the bits that are a little more sucky. With lightness, laughter and the belief that there's no such thing as oversharing, we'll guide you in finding clear paths out of murky messes and toward discovering inspiration in everyday moments. This week, we will discuss why cleaning is just not that important, how to finally get control of your inbox, and why taking yourself on a date is a very cool thing to do. All right, we're back. Nicole, how are you, lovely?
1: I am. I'm on the mend. I was a, I was a little, as my dad would say, puny this week. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever heard that before? puny no Uh, no (laughs) I think that must be like a that must be a country East Texas thing but yeah when someone's sick or down we say they're feeling puny (laughs) oh my god oh but yes I am on the mend so please excuse any muffled coughing or any sounds you might hear that don't normally appear
0: (laughs) oh that's funny well it's not funny that you were sick but the puny thing is funny (laughs) I know
1: I don't even know how to spell that but I love saying it
0: (laughs) Oh, so yeah, you never get sick,
1: never. So this was an interesting experience of like thinking it was just allergies, and it turned into much more of a a respiratory infection. And I guess I was just in denial about it, but woo, it snuck up on me and it took me down. <laughs>
0: uh, yeah. Well, you you've kind of been working a lot.
1: Yeah, it's been it's been a little busy around here with the new point of sale system.
0: (laughs) I know. And all the other stuff we have going on. And someone said, well, it is January. It's your busiest time. And I'm like, well, it's actually mid-February by now. But (laughs) I mean,
1: totally grateful
0: because we have so many cool things going on at the studio. I I would
1: rather be busy than not busy.
0: Yeah. I mean, if we were twiddling our thumbs, then.
1: Oh, yeah. We'd be be bored.
0: We'd be be crying. But (laughs) uh, Well, I'm glad you're feeling better.
1: Thank you. Thank you. How about you, my friend?
0: I'm pretty good. I think there's something in the air in Dallas. I don't know. I know like up north you guys are freezing your tails off with all the storms and everything, but down here it's unseasonably warm. It's like in the 70s. So whenever that happens, we get a lot of allergy stuff that comes out.
1: Yeah. And weird weather, (laughs) rainy, then windy, and then cold.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Which I love because I'd much rather that than... Cold. But I yeah, cold just woo, not my thing. But <laughs> but yeah. So anyway, I am the same way as far as hopefully we won't be like coughing or nasally in y'all's <laughs> ears. So <laughs> we'll see how we do. We'll just start off with sucky moment of the week because it was really sucky this week. <laughs> uh, that should have been our uh, Yeah,
1: that, that's that's a good
0: sound. <laughs> I know, I know, yes. Yeah. Here's our sucky scale, one being kinda sucky. Five being super sucky. One <gasps> two three seriously four five. So it was so sucky that it was a five. Ooh. So my little one, Zoe, who I've described before a little bit, she's a spitfire and she, this girl, I mean, she keeps you on your toes. Like there is, you cannot turn around for two seconds because if you do, she's about to like pull a table onto her head. Mm. Yeah. And uh, (laughs) she's 10 months now. And so we had just had the house cleaned and It was so beautiful, which lasts for about two seconds in my house. We only get it done every once in a while. But I was like, okay, this is great. And it was just Zoe and I hanging out. So I thought, okay, I don't need to be as like, you know, crazy about making sure that she's not picking up something off the floor. And I was in the utility room and I had her in there with me. And that's the area where, you know, it's like a mudroom. So it just you track stuff in and out. And so I saw a bunch of stuff and I'm like, oh, I need to clean this. I need to vacuum this up because she'll she'll probably get it. And I just can't stand that like mess going into the house, especially since it was so clean. So she's just sitting there hanging out and I'm vacuuming and it's a small room. It's very tiny. And I turn around and she's choking.
1: Oh, my gosh. <laughs>
0: Yeah. And I'm like, what the hell could she be choking on? Because there's literally like nothing on the floor. She, she found a leaf, apparently. And I mean, he just would think a leaf is not that big of a deal. But her little passageway is so tiny. And I, I've taken CPR you know, for years. And so I I like, luckily, I I hadn't taken in a while. But I everything came back to me to have the baby stuff. Mm -hmm. And I'm like turning her over and trying to get it, you know, to come out of her back. And then I'm doing the front thing. And I mean, literally, we are it was the scariest two minutes of my life. She could barely breathe.
1: Oh, my gosh. That's terrifying. It was it was like
0: she, thank God, she would get in like a few, She'd be like, <gasps> but then I just kept trying to like force. So, you know, formula and her food is coming out. And so, we're literally there's like, I mean, it was crazy. It was like the utility room, and then I'm moving her into the kitchen and the sink, and I'm covered and puke. And I'm just, I was like, oh my God, I literally had this moment of, I'm like, my daughter's going to die and I'm going to be here all alone. I mean, I was in tears. I was like shaking. I could not get it out of her. And then finally it came up. I don't know how. And it's weird because a leaf, you know, all the stuff you learn about with the, you know, the hard blows and stuff to get something to come out of their windpipe is really meant for stuff that, you know, like air can push mm-hmm. out, but a yeah. leaf is so light.
1: Oh yeah. Oh, that, like that, that changes it. I feel like, mm-hmm. Oh man. Yeah. So later,
0: John, John was like, we need to look up if maybe you should get her to drink and it goes down. And, you know, I I, I don't know what the deal is. Luckily, it all worked out. But she has done things not to that extent, but she is so crazy. Nicole. I mean, you know, her. <laughs> <laughs> she's adorable, though. <laughs> She takes childproofing to a whole nother level. And Luke uh, was not like that. I mean, we had to childproof some things. But I mean, the other day, my mom saw her take out the little plug, you know, for the electrical outlet.
1: Oh, my goodness. Really? That's not easy.
0: Yeah. Oh, well, that's not even the worst part. (laughs) That's like the basic part. She takes it out, which she does all the time. And then she goes and sticks her tongue (laughs) in there. And I'm just like. I mean, obviously we caught her, but I'm like, okay, I don't know what to do. Like, we're gonna have to like bubble wrap you and put you like.
1: (laughs) Oh man, she's unbreakable. (laughs) She, yeah.
0: So I don't even real well. The whole rest of the night, I kid you not. Until I went to bed, I was like almost shaking. And we had we were going on a date. I mean, I had to keep drinking champagne to calm myself down. I just couldn't get it out of my nervous system. It was it was bad one. So scary. I know, and it's I. To be fair to myself, I wasn't I wasn't totally distracted. But at the same time, it really gave me pause and said, okay, she's not a normal baby. So if I'm like, I don't have time to answer a text and vacuum this room, even though she's right in front of me, like I have to be that much more diligent and paying attention to her and just be with her when she's there, because look what happened. And so. So that that's one is paying attention, which goes into something we're going to talk about today. But the second one that I need is
1: cleaning isn't that important. <laughs> no, you got to watch out for those leaves. <laughs> yeah. But
0: I mean, like cleaning, I was like so like worried about this vacuuming and I just should have just been with her, you know, mm-hmm. and so – Anyway, and it was kind of interesting because this had happened, and then several days later, I went to the store, and the sales lady, Luke, was with me. We were picking up a sample, and the sales lady was so sweet, and she said her kids were 21 and 25, and, you know, how everyone says, time goes so fast. And she said, what did she say? She said, go play with him in the grass. And she said, the cleaning can wait. And I was like, oh, my God.
1: (laughs) Uh Little nuggets of wisdom everywhere. I like it. (laughs) I was like, how do you know that I'm
0: obsessed with cleaning and that this just happened when I should have been watching my daughter?
1: (laughs) (laughs) But thankfully, you were ready and trained and knew what to do because I'm sure that helps like in the moment, you know, when you're terrified. So, yeah, I mean, at least but it was crazy because I
0: I didn't it wasn't working. But anyway. Not to like scare everybody, but I think it's so easy for us to focus on things that aren't so important. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I know for me when I'm with my kids, I mean, yesterday, and this, this wasn't like me not paying attention. I was by myself and I was, I told John, like they know when we're outnumbered because Mm -hmm. they're smart. (laughs) Oh, they do. So I came like Zoe and I were in the bathroom and I was getting dressed because we had to take Luke to school and I come out. I don't think I've told you this yet. And red crayon was all over the couch and the pillow.
1: Stop it.
0: (laughs) Oh, yeah. I should have taken a picture. I I haven't cleaned the pillow yet. So I'll take a picture of that. But uh, that was awesome.
1: (laughs) Wait until they start talking to each other and they're plotting. Oh, it's going to be great.
0: (laughs) I'm telling you, they give us a run for our money. So, yeah. Oh, that's my sucky moment of the week. Good old Zoe. Well, that's a doozy of one right there. Oh, yes. Yes. Uh, okay, so we're going to – this actually segues perfectly into something I want to talk about that we're talking about in a program at the studio, Yoga Sport Dallas. It's called Be Free 30. And Renee, a friend of mine that's also a teacher at the studio, as you know, um, her and I created the program, and it's awesome. And she does the mindfulness portion, and I asked her if I could use this section in the podcast. We're going to bring her on as a guest because she's awesome. So, she is. So we'll just teach this part, but this part of what she presented to us, um, last week in the program really, really resonated with me and it has to do with paying attention. And so it's, her concept is called T T E A and the T stands for time. The E stands for energy and the A stands for attention. And what this refers to is how we use, our non-physical resources in life. they And she also calls them um, use of intelligence, intelligence, non-physical resources. So things that we can control. And it's so awesome when she says like, they're free. And I'm like, oh. <laughs> True. Mm-hmm. Right. But it's so often that at least with time and energy – I know myself and I hear a lot of people say I don't have any time. I don't have enough time and I'm tired. I don't have enough energy, right?
1: Oh yeah, that's the most often ignored ones too. Like
0: Yeah, do you feel like that a lot?
1: Oh yeah, like I feel like, I know I have time, but I just don't go about prioritizing it and figuring out how to use it sometimes. So I think I just, I ignore it and I rely on, I rely on the other things. But energy, I have a pretty endless supply of energy, so that's a good a good one for me. But I will say this week, I did not have an endless supply of energy, so it was very apparent. <laughs>
0: Oh, my God. You're like a toddler. We should bottle up your energy and sell it.
1: I know. I run at a very like my battery is fully charged all day. Like that's why I did well with eight year olds. But yeah. Whew. But this week, girl, I had to run for my money.
0: Oh, my gosh. You're like my mom. We call her the Energizer Bunny. I mean, it's just like you guys have <laughs> John used to tease with my mom that she has an on and an off switch because <laughs> we'd go to Chicago and visit. And, you know, she does like she's like you. She's just always always doing something always active and then we'd sit down at night she'd be folding laundry or something and we watch tv and we'd look over and she'd just be sleeping oh my god that's
1: <laughs> totally me that's exactly how it is by the end of the night I'm like down for the count for sure
0: <laughs> yeah John's like oh there goes her switch <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh I love it I'm gonna use that that's exactly how I work yeah it's so awesome
0: so what's great about this little tool is it's so easy because you can remember tea, you know, and maybe we'll even like, you know, post a picture of like a tea bag because it's kind of cool to remember. And I, what I did was I actually made a post-it that I put on my computer and I'll post a picture of that too. And I just literally wrote, how are you using your time, question mark, energy, question mark, attention, question mark. And the reason I put that is because whenever I direct my attention and I, I go, okay, how am I using those three things? I almost immediately change what I'm doing. And here's why. So one of the things she said, one of the best, best actions to take with this is to clearly identify the purpose of the activity that you're doing. So if you're, say you're working on something on your computer for work. Okay. So it's like, okay, well, my intention is to finish these reports and this spreadsheet. You're right. And, and the purpose of this is to finish the expenses for my taxes or whatever. And then all of a sudden you're checking Facebook and then you're answering a text from your friend and then you're going into your personal email and then you're, you know, Mm -hmm. and so then you realize like, okay, none of those other actions have anything to do with the uh, purpose of this activity. And then you can ask yourself, how am I using my time, my energy and my attention? And so the attention is obviously not focused and what what is really big and Renee's really coached me a lot on this and it's something I'm really trying to work on is that when we take our attention and it's so scattered like that like that example that I just used which I live in I live in jumping because I'm like oh, I have to do this and then oh and this and in the middle of me doing something I skip to the next thing because I I'm like oh, I can just check it off real quick. Um, She said that takes up a ton of energy and much more time. And then it takes us so much longer to get back to being able to focus on the original task.
1: Mm, For sure. And I feel like most people start with like a designated amount of energy every day. And then by the end of the day, you're depleting it me for sure. But if you allow that jumping to happen, then I mean, you're just losing your source there.
0: (laughs) Yes. Yeah. No, that's super true. And The later in the day, the less – I don't know how to say this, but we basically have, you know, like less willpower and our decision-making skills aren't as strong. And so we give into a lot of this stuff easier. So it's a really great thing to – to ask yourself, especially in the morning, to kind of carve out like, okay, what are the things I'm going to work on and really set? We talked about this before where you kind of, I think we talked about it when we talked about setting alarms in mm-hmm. I don't know if that was episode two or one or two, um, that we can, um, just have like little sections of time that we commit to something, but the key is to keep the attention on it. So, you know, I think, I think this, this one is big and I, I think the smartphone does not help us
1: <laughs> for sure. No, that's a constant distraction.
0: Oh my gosh. And those
1: Notifications, I man.
0: <laughs> I know it's true. I took off my Facebook notification on my computer and that changed things dramatically because I would just get this like thing that would pop up and say, Hey, you, you know, so-and-so commented on your post and I'm like must go read
1: now. (laughs) Yeah.
0: And of course my brain was like, Oh, okay. Click. (laughs) Yeah. So conserving time and energy. So that's just such a great way. It was for me. It's a great outlook to think of like, okay, I don't actually need more hours in the day. I just need to be more efficient with the way that I use my time. And if I am scattering my attention, which I know I do on a constant basis, I mean, Renee was like, Angela, that is going to deplete you. Like you, you don't, really realize how much that can deplete you. And I was like, Oh my gosh, no, I didn't. I didn't really think about how much energy that takes. Um, and then the last kind of point about this, at least for now is that it gives you a richness in your experiences, which is really important. Like when you're with loved ones, because you really focused on, okay, you have a strong sense of purpose of, you know, I'm playing with my kids in the grass and we're enjoying life and, this is time I can't get back versus I'm going to keep checking this text and, you know, whatever else is going on.
1: And that'll be the time you think about the most too when they're older.
0: (laughs) I know, exactly. It's just like that woman said. So it's kind of interesting how this all ties in. I was like, oh, it's all coming together for the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Yeah, it really does. So I don't know. What do you think of when you think of this because you're not in Be Free With Us. But I mean, anything else that you have thoughts on?
1: I think the one that's really sticking out to me is how she mentioned how much energy we have in the morning. And that just made me think, I've read before about tackling your biggest projects, whatever it is, to work on those in the morning. Because that's like when you're at your, the top of your game and you're really focused. I've never, like it just hit me just then. I was like, that's probably a really good idea to try that. And instead of because I like to do all the little things first, because I'm like, yes, check, 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 check. (laughs) Um, So it's probably a really good idea to start off with the really big projects. And then the smaller tasks that don't require as much thought to save those for the afternoon after lunch. Um, I don't know that just like really that zinged me over here. I was like, I need to try that. (laughs)
0: Oh, yeah, for sure. I, I Yes, I'm actually taking this online course and this month is about busyness mm-hmm. and I will share some of that either in the next episode or the one after. I, I've been meaning to tell you about it because I'm i just not done with this um, module yet, but when I am, I'll share because I <laughs> so it's so much of this kind of stuff and it's really about claiming and owning our busyness and getting clear on it and then, you know, beyond talking about getting focused on our time, energy, and attention, but also then, of course, letting ghosts. Of some things that just kind of keep us busy. But they also talk about how there's so much wasted time with those of us that want to get that check mark in and then we're spending time on things that just don't matter. And I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I'm the queen of that. So sure.
1: Yeah. Totally identify with that. So that I, I can't wait to hear more about that.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So that's a little teaser that'll be coming up. But I think right for right now, you know, somewhere in your life that, where you feel scattered, it'd be great to make a post it, how am I spending my time, energy and attention. And just having that awareness constantly, you know, for me on my computer is just this, okay, nope, you don't need to go do that. Nope, close that browser. I mean, I usually have like 10 browsers up. I mean, there's just no reason to have 10 at one time. So Mm, I'm not not the only one that does that, right? Oh, my
1: gosh, no. (laughs) I am Oh, yeah, major, major committer of that one right here.
0: Oh my gosh, I know we have gotten, I say we, a lot, of, I, th- I feel like at least a lot of people I talk to and coach have, have really gotten away from being focused I because mean, we're taught that multitasking is the way to go.
1: Mm-hmm. And there's like this endless supply of resources and things that have to be done. And so that's when I get in that mode of like, oh, I need to be multitasking or I'm not going to finish, you know? Yeah,
0: yeah. Well, and I know sometimes when I'm doing it, so many times when I'm doing that, I'm just not able to truly focus. So some things I think you can multitask successfully to some extent. um, But even sometimes like if I'm listening to a podcast and I'm trying to get some detail work done with reports or something, I really end up having to shut it off because I'm like, I can't totally focus on these numbers. Mm -hmm. If I'm listening to this podcast, otherwise the podcast becomes background and I'm not really listening to that. So it just becomes a distraction. Mm
1: -hmm. But that comes back to like what Renee was talking about, like identifying your purpose, like what am I doing right now? And then really focusing on all the things that you need to be doing for that one particular project. I think that's a huge key there. Yes. Like why? You know,
0: know it's really funny. Well, it's not funny, but it is funny. <laughs> As I was listening to the busiest webinar the other day, I was doing like three other things. The
1: ah! <laughs> they were talking
0: to you, girl. <laughs> I mean, I'm literally like, I know, and I was totally 100% aware that I was doing it. But I was like, well, I have this hour and I have to pick up Luke in an hour. And so I'm putting her in the background and, I'm the, <laughs> and I can totally like do the, you know, post these pictures on the blog. But I only heard half of what she said because,
1: <laughs> yeah. I was- exactly
0: (laughs) oh you're the poster
1: child for them (laughs) yes
0: i'm too busy to do my busyness module
1: (laughs) that's great (laughs) (laughs) oh that's that should be their marketing (laughs)
0: yes i would be like the number one number one person so all right more to come but let's start with that t t e a thank you miss renee we're going to move on to a word from our sponsor. All right, so our sponsor is us. <laughs> yeah, and I just want to briefly mention that we have if you're in Dallas and you're considering becoming a yoga teacher, we have an awesome training that starts in March. And by the time this airs, the early discount deadline will have passed. But if you listen to the podcast, we're going to give you a discount of $200. So if you are thinking about it, even if you've never really thought you'd want to teach yoga, you can learn so much about who you are and it's really a pretty amazing personal development program. So Nicole's been through it. Do you want to share just a little bit about like what that means?
1: Totally. And I was one of those who never had an idea that I wanted to teach. So if you're interested at all, you should come on down and try it out. Um, I will say that I learned so much about myself um, I really came out of my shell. I feel like I've come more into the person that I always wanted to be, but I didn't know how to get there. And I think that is strongly in part to doing this 200-hour training. Sounds crazy, but it's real, people.
0: I know. And you know it's so You're such a great person to talk about your results because you guys would never believe this. And we were saying this at the open house and Nicole, when I met her was incredibly shy and you barely talked in your teacher training.
1: Mhm. Yeah. Very shy, very private. Don't like to share a lot at all, which is funny. <laughs> I know. And now you're, I mean, she's
0: like, everyone thinks she's the most outgoing person and your classes are crazy, hilarious. And you're like super outgoing and you, you're doing a podcast. <laughs> I know
1: it's crazy. Like, I know Vic and my mom, they're always like, We just can't believe what you're doing now. It's just so different from where I was a few years ago.
0: Oh, that's so cool. So, if you are interested in it, it starts in March. Go to www.yogasportdallas.com and you can go to the events page. And if you put in the promo code SPARK podcast, it'll save you $200. So, if and if you have any questions, you know, send us an email. We, we love to talk about it because it's one of our favorite things. So it's definitely my favorite thing because, I don't know, it just is.
1: <laughs> yep, send it our way. We love to chat, teach training. Yay. Go okay, and now we're going to move on to Ask Coach A. Wags. So if you guys have questions, send them in to us at podcast at com. Anything from life, love, diet, exercise, or whatever kind of thoughts you got going on, send them our way and you might get featured. Awesome. Yeah, send us questions. We're loving these questions. I know they're fun. Uh, all right, let's see. What are we moving on to now? Ooh, this is one of my favorite topics. So we have a question from a listener from Tracy. She says, how can I get control of my email? Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> It stressed me out and I don't even know how to keep it organized. So we have lots of tips on this. Angela and I have both done some serious research on email because we both suffer from email anxiety.
0: It's, I think it's a real condition.
1: I think it is, too. If it's not, it should be listed. Um, so, yeah, let's see if we can come up with some ideas for Tracy. So the first one is a new one that I discovered not too long ago called Unroll Me. And this helps you get a hold of those subscription emails. You know, you get tons of those, like, every day. So one way to handle your subscription is to, like, unsubscribe as they come in. But sometimes there's... Those that you want, like you want those coupons, but you just don't need them every single day. So this thing I found was called Unroll Me. And what it allows you to do is it rolls all of those subscriptions up like into one tight little email and then it sends it to you once a day. And so instead of getting like 10 separate emails, you get it in one email. And then you can like view it and see which ones you need to keep and what you don't need to keep. I'm loving this thing. Do you like it, Angela? I know you just started using it.
0: Yeah, I did it on my um, business, my yoga sport one and my personal email. And I love it. What's interesting is how many things I chose to roll up what you know to be on the kind of daily whatever how many most of them I just don't read so I think what I need to do next is just take most of those and unsubscribe
1: mm, yeah I love to unsubscribe from stuff this is like a gratifying feeling I'm like yes I'm done with you <laughs>
0: I know I unsubscribe all the time and I still couldn't believe how much stuff that I had. I, but I think, you know, but then it, I don't know, it just really helped me clarify what's important. So there's still definitely a couple of blogs that I love and I want to get those individually because mm-hmm. I really enjoy reading them. And so I don't want them rolled up or obviously anything from yoga sport. You know, I want to see those types of things. Um, but it's a good experiment for sure
1: for sure and i like i like how you said that it helps you really prioritize like what you want to spend your time reading and what you want you to spend your time deleting it really does help you figure out like what's important what do i really want in my inbox
0: yes and i do like i'm very i'm a very big fan of paperless so if i go to a store and they say like do you want an email receipt i always say yes and and Um, that will generally put you right on their list. So it's, Mm -hmm. you know, you just like this one, oh my gosh, Gymboree, like every time I go in there, which now I'm not buying anything, so it's not happening. But before, apparently I was going in there a lot. And so every time I'd get a receipt, they'd put me back on their email list. I was like, okay, I keep unsubscribing.
1: Oh, and that's how you get back on it. I've never thought about them, like putting you back on their list when you buy again. That's interesting.
0: I know every time. So that was annoying, but, um, Clever. Yeah, no, th- this is good because this is just kind of getting control of, of stuff you do and don't want in your junk stuff. But I've, you know, like if I go and buy lotion or something about like, say, Bath and Body Works I remember the last time I did that, which was a while ago, they asked me for my email and I was like, Oh no, thank you. And I never, I'm like, I totally a rule follower. Someone asked me, I'm like, Oh, of course I need to give that to them. Um, but I really don't have any, I don't go there that often. I don't really have any interest in their stuff like on a regular basis. So I was like, there's just no need for me to give them their email, my email to them. Mm
1: -hmm. Honor your email box. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Honor it. Yeah. And then save it for like, you know, the businesses you really do want to support and then, And then your attention and time and energy will be focused.
1: For sure. So we'll put a link to this little thing that we found called Unroll Me so you guys can check it out. Cool. All right, so our next little tip is to assign a task to each email. So as the email comes in, you assign it to a task and you immediately put it on your calendar, file the email for later, like if you need it for reference. But like as soon as you get the email, it immediately becomes like how whatever it needs to be accomplished. It's on your calendar. You've designated a time and a date to handle it. And so it's not like lurking in your email box, you know, cause that's when it gets all, I'm like, Oh, stop looking at me.
0: <laughs> I know. Yes. This, so this one, my friend Jenny in New York, she, um, went to a, like some seminar with her company and she was like, Angela, it was life changing. And it, she, this is literally like it was all about getting control of your e- email and probably some other things, but this was the takeaway she had. And so she told me about it and I was like, oh, oh my gosh. And so I started doing it. I used to have like 10 to 20 emails at least, sometimes more in my inbox that I was just waiting because I had to either do something or was waiting on someone else. And it would always stress me out because I couldn't like get control of it. mm mm-hmm. Ooh, big one. Yeah. So, but, but I think the key with this one is that you need to figure out what your calendar system is. Like, I know you use Google calendar, right?
1: Mm, Yes. Mm -hmm.
0: We use like a project management system called Asana. So I'll usually put something up in Asana, but it's, it's something like you'd even put like, okay, follow up with, you know, Gwyneth on X project. And you would put a date that you're going to follow up with them on it and then still file that into whatever category, because otherwise you're just those those emails are just sitting there.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love it, though, because actually taking it like out of my inbox and putting it on my calendar. Actually, I see it on my calendar. I see that an action needs to be taken and I don't have to like go back through reread the email because I've already paraphrased it on my on my calendar. Like this is what I need to do next. So I feel like that makes me more efficient and it I get done with the task more quickly mm-hmm. instead of like having to reread the whole email and be like, all right, what was she talking about again?
0: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So that, that's huge. And I think if there is no task, then you don't need the email, right? And maybe it is just to sit and read. Like you have a couple blogs posts that you were really interested in reading. I know for me, like I'll kind of let those build up sometimes in my inbox, like in my personal. And then when I have 20 minutes to sit down, then I just read them all at once, you know? So you could, You could even collect those, put them in a folder and put on your calendar. You know, you could use your smartphone calendar and put, you know, Wednesday at noon after lunch, I'm going to sit and read for 20 minutes. But then you don't have those three or four emails sitting in your box.
1: Yeah. And then you don't have that little red number that's on your phone. That number, you know, I'm talking about.
0: Oh, yes, that, I,
1: cool. <laughs> I can't I can't have one. I can't even have one. I, I can't, can't either at now. all. I can't. I had to turn it off. Uh, you actually showed me how to turn it off because it would like I'd see it and I'd have to immediately go check it. It's like the Facebook notification. I'd be like, oh, I must go rescue it right now.
0: <laughs> I know. Well, you had it to like automatically push email mm-hmm. every five. I yeah, have it set so that I think I showed you how to do what I do, which is you have to click on it. Exactly. It. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, this is really funny because, and I might, I might need to take a picture of my husband and out him. We have this like running joke because I'm like you, I want like nothing in my box. Yeah. I want nothing on my phone. He has, I think, I don't know, thousands of emails, <gasps> oh. and he doesn't ever delete even like, I mean, he, he has, you know, Papa John's emails. I'm like, John, what, <laughs> what, like, what is, what is happening? You know, they send like five a week. and I'm like, why do you have these? Why do you not delete them? He won't delete anything. Nothing. He's like, well, you just never know when you need it. I mean, oh, just...
1: my gosh. She sounds like and my it, mom. <laughs> it stays in his inbox. He doesn't even have folders. Oh, no, no, no. I can't. Oh, that like makes my chest tight. Just thinking about <laughs> it. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, My mom is the same way. She's one of those people who just subscribes, subscribes and gets coupons after coupons. And I'm like, oh, why do you need all these? I mean,
0: my husband doesn't even shop, so he has no excuse. Like, it is so funny.
1: <laughs> and those coupons expire, too.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. No, I mean, because I like to go to, like, Bed Bath & Beyond sometimes, so I love those 20% coupons, especially, like, when they come in email, because then I don't have to carry the – they send you these, like, you've it's seen huge. them, they're, like, massive. Yeah. So I just feel like such a cheapo. I'm, like, walking in there with this, like, you know, coupon bigger than my head. So... <laughs> <laughs> I got my coupon, but, um, so I love the ones where you can have it on an email. So I just have a coupon folder in my email and then every once in a while I go in and anything expired, I delete, but
1: it's a good one.
0: It is a good one. <laughs> <laughs> Am I the only one that feels that? You walk in, I, I never see other people. They have, and they're c- like cardboard, not cardboard, they're like cardstock. I'm being yes. a little dramatic, but but,
1: but folding them is a challenge. They still are like really bulky. No, I'm with you.
0: I'm yeah, with and
1: you. They, they like pop out of your purse. And you're like,
0: Hi. <laughs>
1: I know. All right, let's see. We have one more. Oh, this is a big one. This one was life-changing for me, I think. Have a few dedicated times throughout your day that you check email versus checking it like all the time. So I started doing this where I check email at 9.30 in the morning, and then I don't get back into email until two o'clock. Like I've made those hard, solid times. It was really hard to transition to that, but I'm able to get so much more done on the projects and stuff that I'm working on instead of like constantly just responding to emails or like getting new projects because that's what that's like new tasks coming in through email. So I'm a big supporter of this one.
0: Oh, this one. I have not done this. It is so hard for me because in my mind, and I I know this isn't the right way to think about it. I always think, well, if it's just a little stuff that I can like respond to quickly, then it's gone. Mm hmm. Versus like at two o'clock opening up my box and there's, you know, 10 emails, which stresses me out, but. One thing I've realized about this, so there's a couple things like you just said, it creates more tasks, but then people respond to you, which then creates more email.
1: <laughs> exactly. Mm-hmm. So I think having like two designated times, like the time in between that, I get to work on all the projects that are on my normal list. And then I also get to tackle anything that had already come in an email. I've already moved those over to my calendar and they've become tasks. So I can actually knock those bad boys out. And then when I go back in, I'm like ready now for more to be put on my on my plate. So it keeps me from getting in that overwhelmed space of like, oh, they just keep coming. You know, I just have to ignore them for a little while and pause, work on my stuff and then come back.
0: Yes, this happens for me like when I'm on vacation, because I always say I'm not going to check email but I do because it, it does stress me out. I'd rather check it like once in a while and clean it out than come back to 50 emails when I get home. Mm-hmm. But the key for me in that situation is to check them and delete anything that, you know, I can clean out and then not respond and just check and make sure there's nothing urgent. And that's my biggest Like that's the one that challenges me the most is the not responding. Because I remember once, this was a couple of years ago, my dad's retired now, but he was working and he was on, I mean, it was back when he was still working and he was on vacation. It was like, oh, these people just keep emailing me. They know I'm on vacation. And I was like, well, I totally get it because I do the same thing. But people just send emails when it's convenient for them Mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily expect you to respond right away. But people like us assume we need to respond right away
1: exactly because that's how we're I think we're hardwired but I also I like to think about it um, as like setting that expectation like I think people they're writing at their convenience, first off, like they're just doing what works for them. But they're also like they're getting that off of their plate. So they're like checking their box. And so like now the ball's in your court. And so I think I don't think people not always, but I don't think they need most things don't need an immediate response, you know,
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I know like at the studio, we have like a 24 hour policy. So we just mm -hmm. ask everyone within 24 hours to at least respond to say that they've gotten the email Mm -hmm. and if they need need more time to just say, I'll get back to you by Thursday or something. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And that way you just are still in communication, but you don't have to be like stressed about, you know, getting back to people in that way. So yeah, I, it's tough because you don't want to ignore people because right. that's a whole, that's a whole other issue that we could, we could talk about that another time, the whole like mm-hmm. avoiding, but, um, but this is really m- more geared towards keeping control of the email box, which is what Tracy asked us about. So I've, there's another one that's incredibly daring that I've never done. And that's to delete your email from your phone.
1: Ooh, I don't know about that. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a big commitment I don't know (laughs) I mean so if you want to go hardcore that could be number four hardcore oh I don't know that may be too much for me
0: (laughs) that would really be hard for me because I am on the go so much and I can't work as much as I need to so I I really wouldn't be able to be in communication with you guys enough so plus that would just give me anxiety for sure (laughs) So anyway, hopefully those are some good ones. I mean, I think there's a lot of good ones in there and a lot of different things. Just try one at a time and kind of see if you can start to get control of it. Right, John Wagner? <laughs> see, the, the funny thing about John is that he feels no stress around like 2,000 emails and like half of them unread and the red. none of that stresses him out.
1: Oh, that's so interesting. Oh, that just shows like different kinds of people. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. All
0: right. We're going to move on to try this. And this one was one of my favorites this week. And I actually took it from a friend of mine who made it one of his um, goals of the year. And it's to take yourself out on a date. And you take yourself out with with only yourself. (laughs) You are the date, but I did this the other day and I really, really, really felt like eating sushi and I hadn't had it in a while. And my favorite little sushi place is right down the street and I was working and I had my laptop with me and I thought, you know what? I'm going to stop for lunch instead of like rushing through and working through lunch. I'm going to keep my laptop in my bag and I'm going to go and get the little, the salmon lunch special and sit. And it was great. I party of one. I can't tell you the last time I did that.
1: Oh, that's so nice. Oh, I want to do it. <laughs> do it. <laughs> I like it. Yeah. Because honestly, I haven't been out by myself very many times, which is kind of funny. <laughs> oh, yeah. You hadn't
0: stayed. You hadn't been like by yourself overnight. Remember that? Yeah.
1: Yeah, exactly. I haven't. So this is a big one. I think I can only recall maybe one time ever going out to eat by myself, which is interesting. <laughs> but, I know. Uh, but yeah, cr- I'm going to try it's it. kind of
0: Well, you know, I think some of it too is I used to do it a lot when I was single. And I think you and Vic started dating when you were fairly young, right?
1: Exactly. Yeah. So I went from living with a roommate to being with Vic. And yeah, and I was 19. And so just and then before that, I was living with my parents. So I've always like had someone. Someone's always been there. Yeah. So alone time is just very different.
0: Yeah, yeah. Which is, yeah, why you hadn't had a lot of nights by yourself too so yeah it's just totally different but I think it's you'd actually probably really enjoy it
1: I know I'm, I'm kind of excited I'm trying to like plan out where I'm gonna go this week
0: <laughs> yeah so everyone take yourself on a date treat yourself well open the door for yourself give yourself flowers you'll feel good
1: love it <laughs>
0: All right, you're going to finish us off, Nicole. All
1: right, I'll close this out with a shout-out. And today my shout-out goes to you, Angela. <laughs> um, Angela, this week, knew that I was not feeling well, and she made me go to the doctor, and she sent me <laughs> home early from work because once I'm working, I'm just, like, ready to work. and But she could tell, like, talking to me on the phone how tired I was. So I just want to give you an amazing... Shout out for helping me to take care of myself. Oh, it meant the world to me. And I think that's why I'm feeling so much better now. So props, man. Love it.
0: Oh, you're very welcome. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I <laughs> It's needed. Someone's got to look out for you over here.
1: <laughs> oh, I much appreciate it because I had no idea how truly bad I was feeling until you were like, I think you should go ahead and go home. <laughs> I was like, okay, you're right. <laughs>
0: Oh, I'm glad you're feeling better. Yay.
1: Much better. Thank you for listening to episode
0: 11 of Spark. If you have a few extra minutes, please leave us a review on iTunes. It really helps us out. You can find the show notes and blog posts at AngelaWagnerCoaching.com and follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at Coach a. Wags. Remember this week to take the time to give thanks, raise a glass, and discover what it is that sparks you.